At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, here we are. I think we're up. We're on? All right. All right. It's it's if we ever had a proper studio, you know, we would would the red light come on? Tell us we're recording so well, we it does. My up. red light comes on, none yours. Well, I get one, but it but it has like a, it says getting ready to record and then it Well that means course. it's about to start. But shouldn't it be instant in this day and age? You're saying should it count down three, two, one? Yeah. The red I mean, light should come on until it's record actually recording. Well, well, to me, when you hit the button, it should just start, right? Isn't that the way stuff's supposed to work now? Just like instantaneously, you know? So so after last week's episode, we were hoping some some listeners would step forward and volunteer to come on with us. And uh, I got to say, um, the one listener I kind of talked to, Amy, I think she's scared to come on with us. Um, maybe, I don't know if it's intimidating or just embarrassing to be on with. I don't know. What do you think? Well, it's probably a smart person. You have, <laughs> they probably have more to lose than we do. See, we, we have nothing. We, we have nothing to lose. Yeah. Not that I've I'm already lost of. it. I, I've you already know lost what I mean? I'm, I tell you what, I, t- I started off in a great mood this morning by what time is here? Five thirty central time. I'm shot. <laughs> I'm shot. You know, you're, you're shot. Okay. I'm shot. Okay. Well, how did how does it get shot? I mean, you know, it it started. I got a 55 gallon barrel in my backyard, and I had some boxes because so, they take up so much space in the blue tub at the end of the drive. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Recycling. So I was gonna yeah. burn them, and while I was burning them, while I had a I walked my dogs. I got, you know, 11 acres plus minus here. And I usually, as crazy as it sounds, my dogs, they won't hardly leave my side. So if I want them to crap somewhere in the morning besides the yard, I've got to walk them down in the woods. And I got a little trail. My kids are dirt bike riders and ATVs. They got this trail. So basically I walk around the woods and we'll let my dogs chase squirrels or armadillos or whatever. And it's really just a plan to get them out on the estate to where they take a crap somewhere besides the green grass of the yard. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So I threw a bunch of boxes in my burn barrel. I, but I didn't bring any paper or anything. So I tried to light what I thought was going to light, you know, I tore a corner of a box and lit it 
And by the time I made my loop and I come back, the fire was out. Fire was out. So I went up to my garage. You know, we're talking 70, 50 yards, 75 tops. So I go up to my garage and I go over to my tool cart. And I was going to grab some paper towels. I decided, well, I'll just get some old paper towels that I had already used. I've been rebuilding this four-wheeler for 10 months now, which is a whole freaking story on its own. Okay. So I grabbed some paper towels, old paper towels, and just, you know, some other stuff. And as I'm walking down there to light this, so when I walk down, I light the fire, and I think it's going to go. And as I'm walking back, I had opened my one garage door, pushed my four-wheeler out. I didn't start it up. I just pushed it out. And then there was three shoe boxes. There was two shoe boxes and like a apple box that had a bunch of stuff from, dare I say his name again, dead brother. And it's all this paperwork from his drawers. So I get this box of stuff out and it's his, 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 I was burning. So while I had these boxes burned, I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go down there and start going through some of this and throwing it in the fire. Right. Okay. So I grab a big stack of his tax H and R box tax. You know how you go and have, remember how you used to do like a little H and R. Yeah. Get a folder full of ta- your tax. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And they would give him giving these little copies of everything, right? Mm-hmm. I was burning those things from 92 through 2004 today, but 92 to 98, because there was a point in there when he went to TurboTax, then he had a tax professional in there. So that's what I'm going <laughs> through, right? <laughs> I, I Listen, I'm just... <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just cracking me up that that's the high point of your day. If that's the high point of your day going through your dead brother's taxes and burning them, then. uh. Well, so back up here. So so let me tell you what ruined my day, right? Yeah. This is what ruined my day. My brother has a BMW 650i, which doesn't mean anything to anybody, okay? But it was an expensive car in 2006, which if you're into mathematics at all, that was 16 years ago, okay? And Mm -hmm. there's a thing called depreciation which means your nice car in 2006 with 202,000 miles isn't that big a deal today you with me Kai, correct especially if it's a foreign car like a bmw and you work and live in the midwest where everybody wants an impala or if they got any money a buick right yeah, yeah. so this 2006 bmw has been gracing my yard for a month now my driveway and it's caused me some hate and discontent because my teenagers want to drive it all the time. Okay. Does it have a for sale sign in the window? It doesn't have anything because there's no, we can't find the title to it because it's been in my brother's castle. That's what my little brother likes to call it. <laughs> but the paperwork, Missouri's got a thing called TOD, which means transfer on death. And you can fill out a form and basically... You can skip probate if all you've got is a small estate in any anyway. When he died and I was driving his BMW down to my house, I called my attorney, who's a great attorney, and I say, hey, dude, um, 
my brother died. I'm on the hook for his funeral. The, you know, I don't know if he's got any life insurance. I don't know how this is all going to play out. I can't find the title of this car, but it says on the thing. And and, and he had told a crazy ex-girlfriend from years ago that he was going to give her this car if anything ever happened to him. Right. Which is crazy because something happens to him. How's he given? So anyway, when he when he did the when he did the TOD form, it was in 2012. Back to mathematics again. This is really easy for people like me because that was just 10 years ago. So 10 years ago, he filled out a form with the state that says, if I die, I want this woman to have my car. Oh, so he did do that. Okay. Okay. But we didn't have a title. There, it, 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 she has to have the form and the title, right? She's got to have this stuff. She's got to put these pieces together. So my lawyer basically said, hey, you know, you could force it back into probate. He gave me an avenue to get this car to sell this car to pay for his funeral. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. But I just didn't want to turn it into being about money. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. And then I've just come to the conclusion this afternoon. It, it, the reason why it's always about the money is because the money is the, it's the, I had an old car friend of mine used to say it's not about, uh, it's about getting the deal closed. The money is just, a way to measure it, right? Okay, makes sense. And more, I think about that today. So, so to make a long story even longer, and I know my people don't—they want to laugh and not not hear depression. So, I in the middle of all this, these twenty years worth of tax shit, I find the title of this car. Okay, <laughs> so I have my brother's power of attorney. Anyway. To make a long story short, I had a decision-making process to do there. Do I be honest with her and tell her, here's the paperwork for your car, you can have it, or do I circumvent it? Does that make sense? Yes. So I decided for whatever reason, probably because I texted her before. I, tr- I tried to I text my brother in my he didn't text me back. Of course, I didn't realize till a little bit later because it said undeliverable because I live down here in the woods and I got to walk to a certain place in my driveway to get my text to send sometimes. Anyway, basically, I notified her this morning and said, hey, I found the paperwork for that car. She said, awesome. You're the best. Blah, blah, blah. So then she wanted to call me. So then I talked to her for five or ten minutes this morning. And she immediately, now this is a woman that a month ago, I mentioned the car at the funeral and I said something about the car and I said, Hey, uh, I'm taking your car. And she says, is it, my, is it really my car? And I said, I don't know. That's what I always heard. I haven't seen any of the paperwork. So then I tell her today, Hey, I found the paperwork. It's your car. Right? So in this whole orb, there's a, one of my best, my, my brother's best friend from high school has been on us since the, the funeral day that he would buy the car, okay, and we would use that money toward the funeral, but we never had any paperwork. So today I'm honest with her. I say, I found your paperwork. Looks like you get the car, and by God, she's wanting that fucking car this afternoon. I know I said the F word, and this is a clean show, but by God, she's wanting that car. (laughs) On a a Sunday. That quick. Kapow, kapow, yep. So if you would have just dumped the whole box into the fire, 
she would have never day. got that car. She would have never got that car. If you if you wouldn't have been so particular. If I wouldn't have been just, honest. And, dude, it has really bugged me all day. And is probably that, because, what does that say? What's that say I, that being honest bugs us? Yes. Uh, you know, I'm going to start. I'm going to start rethinking some of my decisions about the world because so I spent 40 some minutes. I think that's why I'm wore out. I talked to her for 40 some minutes on the phone a while ago and I briefly had a, a little glint of hope because she mentioned, well, maybe because at the funeral, she said something about, I said, that might be your car. I always heard it was your car. And she goes, well, I always heard it was too, but let's make sure everything is taken care of. Right. That's what she says. Well, she didn't mention that. So a little bit earlier today, I thought there was a glimpse of hope that she wanted to. And the most this car's worth is about five grand from anywhere from thirty five hundred to five grand, period. So it's not really a whole lot of money in the whole scheme of money. Right. Yeah. It just ain't. But you know what? Five grand's five grand. Right. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> five grand's five grand. But what I thought maybe. Because I don't know if I said it last week, that the pension people called me, right? Did I, tell yeah. you that? Did I say that last week? No, no. This is a new twist in the saga the of your pension brother. pension people called me. My dad went down, the, my dad retired from the same union my brother did. And my dad went down to the hall that first week and union dudes don't know what I'm talking about. Notified, noticed him up that my brother had passed. They, one of them already knew it and, and told them to call, told the business agent, um, the BAA they call him. That I was going to be handling. I was executive of state, and I was going to be handling everything, right? Mm-hmm. So that dude said, "Well, unless he 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 didn't have it, they had to call the mothership to get figured out." And they said, "Well, he looks like he's going to have a death benefit of X." And in since he didn't have a beneficiary, since he's never married, his mother is going to get the his pension for five years. Okay. Yeah. And it's not a bad pension. I mean, it's it's not bad. So like an idiot, I told my mom that at the funeral because she's upset and she's worried about all this shit. And I said, hey, I haven't seen it yet in paper or in writing, but there's a good chance that you're going to get the death benefit and his pension for five years. Fast forward two weeks, which is about a week and a half ago, I get a voicemail from a strange woman that says, would you call so-and-so in pensions? So I was like, this is the call, right? This is the call. Amen. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? We're going to see how this plays out. So I called so-and-so in the pension fund and she said, can you tell me who X is? She said, was your brother married to this woman? And I said, no, he was never married. She goes, he wasn't. I said, no, he was never. I said, he's had a string of crazy women. And that was one of them. And she said, well, who is this to him? And I said, well, that was girlfriend that booked in the first one you asked me you know <laughs> so you know because it was like on again off again kind of deal right yes. <laughs> in the short version is this one of them gets the death benefit the other gets the retirement and we don't and my, my my poor elderly mother don't get anything no wait a second so let me tell you so his <laughs> estate's going pen, death benefits going to one crazy ass girlfriend Retirement's going to another girlfriend that's not so crazy, but she's still, you know, I called in the land of broken toys, right? He collected, he collected <laughs> broken women like 
<laughs> and and the car's going to another one. And the car's going to a third one. Oh, my God. And none of them are going to help pay for the funeral. None of them. The one of them, I actually, the one of them had been talking to me, and she wanted his iPhone. And she wrote me this glowing text message on how she wanted that phone because it was the last thing he touched and blah, 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 blah. And I said, as far as I'm concerned, you can have it. And she tells me, oh, no, I'll pay you far fair market value for it. And she gives me on this spiel, right? Okay. I like, you know, I give a fuck about a phone, dude. I'd, I'd rather have my brother back. And if I can't have my brother back, I'd rather not have any of this crap, right? Yeah. So I do have about six of his hard hats in my office here, which is a whole other story. But so I casually texted her back and said, because I told the pension woman, I said, you want me to have them call you? I said, I got their numbers. I said, I guess I'm not the beneficiary. And she said, well, I can't discuss any of this with, that, with you because you're not on the paperwork. And I said, well, you called me. <laughs> she said, well, we don't have the numbers we had for these people aren't working. And I said, well, that's because some of the stuff's 20 years old. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't. I called you, but I can't talk to you about so, it. So uh, yes. So I tell this gal that wanted the phone, <laughs> that was begging for the phone, pay, pay, fair market value, that hey, would you call so and so at pensions? It looks like you're the beneficiary, one of his beneficiaries. I've never. That's been what it'd be fourteen days. It was either fourteen days Friday or it'd be fourteen days tomorrow. I could probably go through my text messages. Hold on, I'll tell you. Because, you know, I want to be right. Like some of those fancy talk show hosts. I'm going to be right. Let's see what day it was. <laughs> Hold on. Don't. Sh- 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 the 25th. When was the 25th? How many days ago was that? Three, nine days. Okay, so that was only nine days. So that was me being bestling story when I said 14. So nine days ago. Uh-huh. And so you haven't heard a single thing back nope. from her about the phone because she's on the bigger nothing, and better. Yep. yep. Nope. Mm-hmm. So I almost said, since you're getting a pension, you can afford to pay fair market for the phone. But I thought that might be a little. But who's paying for the funeral? That's what I want. Yours truly. I am. I, I am. can't believe none of them. The audience, if they want to give, huh? <laughs> you know, we want to turn that into one of these. Um, yeah. So, there you go. There so you how, go. Hey, huh? So how do you suppose they all feel about another woman, two other women getting part of what they all probably think should be theirs? They that's probably why they don't care. Who's burying him? Wow. Right? Wow. I mean, what else would it be? We have, that is the, we have your funeral. We have one of one of the one of the fans is a funeral person, right? So, yeah, funeral. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's probably going to reply back to you that says, "Dude, I've seen a dozen of them like that." <laughs> right? I look. I hope he doesn't. I, I could, oh my gosh. You hope he does or doesn't? I hope he doesn't. I don't want to think that there's. It's it's just crazy out there. Holy it's totally, you know what's funny is this is what's crazy, not really crazy, but my funeral guy, he tells my brother, because my brother tells me that he just couldn't believe how together we were. You mean like you guys weren't upset, but or that you yeah, guys just knew what how you're... we knew kind of what we wanted, you know, blah, 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 blah. So, so, uh huh. 
Well, I guess, you know, I don't know. That's So I was thinking if this is together, how screwed up are most people? I, I what listen, I'm saying. I, <laughs> I don't think a lot of people are super prepared for for this, you know? Obviously, something they know is going to happen from the time they're born? Yeah. I don't think most people are because I think if you prepare for it, don't, isn't that kind of accepting that it's going to happen? And most people don't. Well, I think they did it one time, right? Maybe. I, well, I don't know. I mean, you're, you know, you've said your brother just kind of accepted the fact that this was going to happen. And yeah, but he, he didn't even, and he was, did it half ass. Yeah. So I'm saying. He, he wasn't all that prepared, except that he screwed no, you guys. I, you know, I spent some other time, and I did another funeral this week, where these dudes, you know, a 95-year-old, 97-year-old, old-school Catholic dude, and, and they seem to think, when you're dealing with people in their 90s, they knew, they were raised in the 40s and the 50s, they knew they were going to die. And they, and they acted accordingly. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I gotcha. I mean, my grandparents, they all had their funeral plots bought and seven yep. other oh, ones yeah. for, for people in the family, whoever wanted them. And, yep, that's and right. uh, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like I, I haven't even, I really haven't even put a thought in the, in the mind, you know, I don't know if anybody's even going to want my body. Well, <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be worth having as much mail you're carrying. You know, Uh, that's what that's true. That's true. And I did want to say as a mailman, I appreciate the fact that you're taking your dogs out of the front yard and into the side backyard to to go to the bathroom. Well, I don't Speaking of my dogs, you can hear them. They're in here fighting over something. No, I can't hear them. Yeah. Well, you know, and second of all, my mail gets dropped off at the top of the hill by a contract guy that you drives the Jeep or something. So it's not even. The rule kid, yeah, yeah, you know I mean, I'm sure you've seen some stuff I got out there, and <laughs> right. Uh, listen, I just put my head down and just keep walking. I don't, I don't want to reflect on that. I'm, I'm so close to the end, you know. And we, you know, and I, and I don't want to beat her down because she. So we got this. The, wo- the woman in her office is the oldest carrier. I mean, she's 60, 61, but she only started a couple months before I did. So she's only got 22, 23 years in. And um, she just had knee surgery. And she's been off for, I don't know, two, three months. Come back. They cleared her to work. But she can only knee walk surgery. her. Knee surgery. Knee surgery. She had her knee. She had her knee done. Okay. But it wasn't anything major. It just went in there and snipped the meniscus and stuff. But they cleared her to come back to work, but only to come back and walk for an hour. So now you got all these guys who have driving, which, listen, that's what a lot of mailmen, you get to the point where you'd rather drive rather than walk. Right. <laughs> so, yep, yep. so and all of us guys that have the, have a bunch of driving on our routes, it's like having gold. You know, it's, it's something you want to hold on to it. You don't want to, and, uh, they have, they have to give up some of their driving. Now I don't cause I have seniority, but to give to her so she can get her day in. And we're like, why don't you just retire? And she goes, well, I like working. 
And I'm thinking well, you're penalizing all these people, right? <laughs> yeah. But she's also the lady who the mayor um, six, seven years ago had to, without naming her, basically shame her in the newspaper to please quit feeding the stray cats because she's a cat woman. Okay. She's, she's one of those bonafide. I've always heard about them. People who have 16 cats in her house, but she's not just about the cats in her house on her mail route at the beginning of every street. She will set out a cup of water and a cup of cat food that any cats in the neighborhood stray or otherwise could come and eat while she walks down the street and comes back to her mail truck and she does well, that. She puts it by the mail truck and they, they come, they, she's like the yeah. ice cream, like the ding ding truck, but for kitty yeah. cats. Yeah. They all know it. And she'll put And the first thing she does when she gets in the parking lot at the post office in the morning is put some food and water out by her car for the stray cats that are around the post office. Then on her route, I mean, she has a bag of dog or cat food in the bag of her mail truck. And then on her route, she feeds and waters the cats on every loop that she does. So she'll come to a loop rather than getting her mail ready and getting out into the mail, she'll put a thing of cat food out and a thing of water out. And, uh, she has went so far as then to go back after her route is over, like when she's done for the day. And if she sees a cat that is looks sick or whatever, she'll go and take, a cat doesn't care if it's the from the house of the people that own it or if it's a stray. It she'll take it and have it check, take it to the vet, have it checked over. And I think she has had cats spayed and neutered. And to the point where the owners are like, what are you doing? Like, they don't even know she's taken the cat. And she'll take it and have something done to it or have it checked up by the vet and bring it back. And then the people are like, dude, what are you doing? We didn't ask for you to do that. <laughs> so, so yes, that, so there's young, able-bodied, uh, sane-minded young people at the post office waiting for a full-time route that she will not give up her route and retire, even though she's of age, because she doesn't want to not be able to go out there and see her cats every day. So there you go. Well, I guess there's some truth to crazy cat woman, right? That's look, there's nothing better than to tie it into being a, a crazy male woman. And she always says if she gets wins the lottery, she's going to open up a cat shelter that's called no dogs allowed. So would that be a <laughs> cat house then? A cat house. <laughs> hey, you laugh. I, it was maybe three or four summers ago. The guy who does deliver her mail gets this huge box, okay, to take and deliver to her house. And he's like, what is this? And she goes, oh, it's my cat house. Like, what are you talking, cat house? $3,500 she paid for this shelter for cats in her backyard. Like it was a play, like it was like a playhouse for cats to come and hang out and just, you know lounge around in and get out of the weather. Yeah. $3,500. I, my first three cars that I had growing up collectively didn't cost 3,500 bucks. 
and she spent that much on a cat house. The car I drive every day. You know what? I'm I'm debating on whether I'm going to put twenty five hundred dollar transmission in my eight hundred and fifty dollar Chevy pickup. So <laughs> I would still be under the three hundred to thirty five hundred. In fact, we could take your your brother's BMW and trade it even up for this cat house, and probably feel like you got a good deal. Except that it's a cat house. <laughs> so there, there you go. I'm not sure. I listen. The more I talk about this out loud, um, the more sense the lady cutting the guy's head off and putting it in a bucket for his mom to find makes. I just got to be honest. With it you. makes perfect sense. Yeah. Because <laughs> some people need their head cut off. You know what I mean? And I mean, the problem is the wrong people are usually get the whack. Right. <laughs> but I, hey, I would say I would say I would love to hear from some of our listeners their craziest and like if they know somebody that is at another level of crazy when it comes to dogs or cats and stuff like that fish birds whatever you know that just it just amazes me that people take better care of not that you shouldn't take care of animals but they don't you know they don't they take as good a care of themselves as they do of animals like should you start there like if you're an animal, aren't you a little suspect if the person taking care of you has fleas? You know, You'd I'm not saying it, well, she has like a wild animal thinks fleas. is it a trap, right? Yeah, exactly. Right, wild yeah. animals is this a trap? Yeah, exactly. But these cats, I mean, I'd... well, I think it's because they've been domesticated for thousands of years now, right? <laughs> yeah. Are we talking about this woman, or are we talking about? What's about the never, no, women are never domesticated. They are, they still have that feral instinct inside of their brain, <laughs> ready to pounce. I mean, which is why that woman cut that dude's head off, right? Because deep down, exactly. You know, I don't want to say they're all Cleopatra or who one, one of the other ones. You know, who's uh, uh, who's who's not Cleopatra? Who's the one that you turned into stone? Medusa. Yeah, you know, some of them, I think, have a tendency. And I think it's just natural for that, right? That's why everybody's afraid of the mama bear. But, you know what I mean? They have an internal instinct that says we're going to kill everybody. That's not my uh, offspring. And sometimes they kill the offspring, too, obviously. But, but uh, <laughs> you know, don't even get me on that. I mean, I was about to slide off in the ditch. Here I am <laughs> driving along 29 minutes in, and it's about we're about to hit the ditch. So to keep it back on the road, I did come across a question that a listener sent in and, mm-hmm. and wanted to know about your highway patrol days. Yep, what about them? And wanted to know what it was like when you're driving out there on on the highway and you got thirty cars deep behind you, like you're the lead car at Talladega. You well, know, the, the you know what? I didn't. I never. I, I never let them stack up like that because when you let them stack up like that, you are impeding traffic. Now I know that they go. Well, I'm running the speed limit, or I'm running about five minutes. Usually they do about five or ten lower than the speed limit because they want to see. Now you can't do it anymore. But back in my day, you would cut through the media. Now they have wires everywhere. They have them wires in Ohio, separate oh, highways. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, back in the old days, you'd run kind of a little slow because you wanted to cut through the grass to go catch somebody, right? Yeah. 
So you were slowing down because you had to bleed that speed off before you hit the median anyway. So there's no sense in running 70 if you got to get down to 25 to go across the ditch. The other part is they want to see the traffic pass them so they see what you look like. And then when you don't pass them, then they think you're paranoid. But the problem is, you know, like just like farm implements and school buses and stuff like that, if you have multiple cars behind you, the, the traffic manual says you're supposed to pull over and let them by. So if the if John Q. Citizens expected to pull over and let them by, why wouldn't the cops? But they don't do it. They let those people stack up 8, 10, 12, 15, 30, you know, three, three miles long. And then they finally go up that ramp maybe or rarely do they pull over. So I wasn't that dude. Okay, I lived by, well, not really by, you know, we had a thing when people would get complained on, right? So if you're running, you got someplace to go, and maybe it's not a full-blown emergency, but there's people on the highway waiting for you to get there, so you would drive faster than the speed limit. And those people would call the desk, the, you know, the troop desk, and say, I was just behind, like, 403 was my number. I was just behind this car, 403, and it was going 90 miles an hour and didn't have his red lights and siren on. He was just going somewhere. So my I was trained to either drive the posted speed limit or so fast they can't read your license plate when you go by them. <laughs> One or the other. Okay. Yep. So, uh huh. The only time I even maybe could, would come close to that, backing up traffic, and I didn't really back it up. When I first come on, my sergeant had a, uh, a early 90s Crown Vic that the sergeant before him had, and she had gotten in an accident. And it was the other person's fault, and that car sat behind the troop at the garage for a month or six couple months while they were waiting to hash it out with the insurance for the insurance to pay for it not the state does that make sense yeah and then when they finally got it to the body shop and they got it fixed it was a completely unmarked kind of a peach tan looking crown victoria but the most of the sergeants here they have the option to drive an unmarked car if they want and most of them always take it so this was an unmarked like peach colored Crown Vic, but when they fixed the front end, they put uh, Mercury cornering lights and not turn signals in it because Mercury's have a different heads. They have what's called a, 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 a marker, no, a turning light. Isn't that what it's called? What's it called? Anyway, when you looked turn at it, you knew what you were looking signal? at. The turn you... signal in a Mercury is a little different. I think it's called a turning light, curbing light. So when you turn it on, when you turn a left blinker on on the Mercury at that time, not only would it blink, but then part of the light would be would be a, like a solid white light. A little light would shine down so you could see the curb. It was for old people to park and shit, you know? Yeah. So anyway, he hated that car. But because it would park so long, the the sergeant he got it from did a lot of administrative stuff and had been promoted lieutenant. And he had done a bunch of – he could never get the miles high enough to get a new car. Does that make sense? Yeah. So when I got on my own, he would want me to take that car and go out on the, you know, we call it the big road. You know, you go out on the four lane or basically he told me one time, you're either going to get the miles up or your new guy. Most guys, if they're going to wreck, they reckon to me, you're either going to total that car or get the miles up high enough where you can get me one. And what he liked to do is, <laughs> since it was unmarked, you would go out on the interstate or the four lane and you'd get behind, you know, these 18 wheelers where one of them's trying to pass and he doesn't got enough horsepower and they stack all these cars up behind them. 
for miles. You don't know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He would be in a pack of cars and he would reach down and hit that trip meter of his and he'd wait for about three miles. It'd take about three and at the three mile mark, he'd start turning on his wigwags and getting people out of the way. So by the time he got these trucks stopped, it was usually the left lane truck. It usually six to nine, 10 miles. Right. And you'd get this trucker back there and he'd say, I was just passing. Dude, you've been in the left lane for 10 miles. No, I just pulled out. <laughs> and they couldn't see you because you, he was, they were completely, you know, the cars were completely unmarked. That's the only thing I did. I was on the receiving end of a big stack of cars many a time, but it was just to poach the truckers. And I didn't rail on the truckers. I didn't ride the truckers a lot of tickets. I, I pulled a lot of them over, but I didn't ride a lot of them tickets. Um, because I got more out of just tricking them. Does that make sense? Like, and I think <laughs> that, I was the, before, that was the, that was the satisfaction. That was the real satisfaction. Yes. Is. Like when I, I was riding with my, with my FTO and, and all our cars had a CB in them at that time because people didn't have cell phones really. So they had CBs and, and theoretically you're supposed to channel, listen, channel nine or one. I don't remember what it was. One of them was like the emergency channel and you're supposed to drive around with it. So people could say, I'm whatever they could say, I need help. But so I'm with my FTO one day and I said, you don't ever turn your CB on. He goes, Oh God, I hate listening to those truck drivers. I ain't going to do, you know, <laughs> and I said, never. And he goes, no, would you talk to them truckers or something like that? Um, and it was dark. We were in up north of a town called Evolves, right north of Kingdom City. So your people can get on the map, Google up Kingdom City, Missouri, and you'll see where we're at. And we had a dark green, uh, what they call California package. So it had stickers on the doors and the fenders that said state trooper and stuff, but it didn't have a light bar. And uh, I said, here, watch this. And I picked up that CB and I turned it over to channel 19. I said, breaker one nine, come back. And this guy goes, go ahead. I got you breaker. I'm northbound from kingdom city. And I said, well, I'm southbound from Vandalia. He goes, you got a smoky report. And I said, well, I'm almost to Vols and haven't seen nothing. And he goes, 10, four, good buddy. I just come off from the eastbound, blah, blah, blah. And we sat there down in that grass and sat there. And about two minutes later, he come flying by. <laughs> I jumped out on the grass. And of course, my, my FTO was just laughing. He can't believe I just did that. He can't believe I just did that. I said, you never done anything like that. He goes, I don't talk on the CB. I said, well, dude, come on. Welcome to the world. And I go to pull out, and this guy's yelling back on the one nine. Breaker, breaker, I don't know what you're seeing. I, there's a plain green, one of the plain green wrapper down here. You know, just he's turning around behind me. You got me? And, of course, I never answered, you know what I mean? And I turn on my red lights, and before I get out of the car, I shut it off. I bring this old guy back. Now, my FTO's in the back, and he just can't hardly keep a straight face. We get this old boy sitting up there. He's getting his cab card and CDL, medical, all this truck driver stuff. And, and you know, he was going he's going 10 or 11 over. I don't remember because it's a 65 road, so... He was going 75, 76, whatever it was. But now he just come off, and I didn't like writing tickets there because we we're just north of the interstate. So these people have been driving maybe 100 miles at 70 miles an hour. And as soon as they make a left, now they're down to 65. And if they drive seven miles, then it goes down to 60. So it was kind of a purgatory that that I worked with some dudes that just preyed on drivers that do that thing, but I didn't.
Um, sorry, I'm getting texts here from people over dead relatives' cars. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this dude, as he's talking, I'm talking to him. Now I'm doing what's called truck report, you know, CVET guys. Back in them days, we used to do, I don't remember what it was called, 150 or we, we used to have to do two trucks a month, 18-wheeler trucks a month. Anyway, as I'm doing this truck check paperwork, he looks down and he sees that CB and he goes, you guys got CBs in your car? And I said, yeah, but I don't turn it on. He goes, you sure? And I said, man, I got a plain green wrapper. I don't need no CB. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> oh, oh man! Every that trucker, is, that, mean, that, every trucker that every trucker that listens to us is just shaking their head right now. I doubt it. I mean, who knows? They can't <laughs> even get truck drivers anymore. But uh huh. <laughs> Maybe next week I'll just I'll devote it. You know what? I, you know I'm going to reach out. We haven't had as many people want to be on the show, right? Yeah, We've had yeah. some people contact us and tell us they love the show and they would love to do it, but they're scared to do it, right? That's, I'm going to reach a... out to, to somebody that I've never talked to in real life, right? Yeah. Just social, what do they call it, IRL? Isn't that what the people call it, IRL in real life? No, <laughs> oh, I think that's life. what they okay. call it. Yeah, so okay, anyway, that's the I've got a, okay. I've got a, I've got a, I've got a, a, a dude that I'm going to reach out to. And give him the opportunity to come on the show and um, and see. And he he I know he's got a class ACDL because he is a truck driver by trade. So oh, I'd love to it, I'd love we'll to see. I'd love to have a truck driver on here and hear some truck driving stories. Gotta be mm-hmm. some great ones. Oh, I'm I, it'd be endless, right? It'd be endless. It so. have to it have to be. Mm-hmm. It have to be. All right. That's well, well okay. Hopefully well, everybody wait. made. Hopefully everybody made it to the Catwoman, to the to the semi, to the, the. I don't even know what we all talked about, but I hope. <laughs> I hope. I hope everybody comes back next week and we got a truck, some truck driving stories. That's I'll right. <laughs> okay. Well, good enough. Talk to y'all next week. All right. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.